You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I was curious, uh, you've got a 365-pound guard, and I think in years past they probably keep him after practice trying to run it off him. It looks like he carries it pretty well. Is that is that true? Yeah, MJ does carry it pretty good. Uh, definitely, Coach Saha's got some of those guys doing a little extra conditioning um, on the, on our off days. Um, they do some stuff uh, post practice, not today, but uh, yeah, he's in pretty good shape. For for you know, I mean, you can see he's just, just a big dude. How did you react when Jackson told you that he's coming back for his senior year? Yeah, um, you know he went through. He did. The, he did it right. He went through the process. Uh, gathered a lot of information. Um, ultimately, uh, Jackson and his family felt like uh, he could he could get better, and another year here would uh, would benefit him. So they made the best decision for themselves. And obviously, I was excited about that. I, I when it comes to those guys leaving early, it's hey. Get the information, make an educated decision, and we're going to support you with whatever uh, whatever decision you make. And so, yeah, is it nice to have him back? Absolutely. But, um, you know, we're right back to work. What do you want to see from him just to take that next step in his game? Yeah, yeah it's, it's, uh, well, certainly, and I think he feels, we both feel he can be um, more dominant in the run game and, and probably just overall more consistency, you know. Uh, I think he he had a, a good a good first whatever it was four games and and, and made a lot of strides and uh, we're just hoping to improve on that. We've seen Miles Morale at, at guard here in the first couple practices. Obviously, he came in more as a center. But mm-hmm. what do you think that his future holds? He, he's guard and center. We're, we're trying to um, get him going at at guard right now. Uh, he did play center most of I don't know the exact amount, but it was. Probably a little bit over 50% of the whatever you want to call last year that season. Um, and so trying to get him settled in at one position right now in, in, in its guard. Uh, and certainly you'll see him snapping and, and so that he can play that other position. But those young guys, you know, trying to get them settled in their first spring and try to get comfortable at one spot is, uh, is ideal. Scott, what is the key to getting the offensive line to be dominant in the run in terms of is it physical, the technique? You know, how do you teach all those? It's all those things. It definitely is a mindset to, to start with, being physical. But you got to get all five guys on the same page, plus the tight ends. In a lot of our schemes, we, we use a lot of tight ends. Um, we got to get those guys on the same page. Um, so, and, then, and then technique, for sure. You know, so you, it's, it's mindset, it's, it's being physical, it's knowing who you're blocking, getting all, everybody on the same page, and then it's, and then it's executing uh, with proper fundamentals. It's uh, it's not uh, not always easy, but it's it starts for sure with the with the mindset. And then the running backs get involved in that too, right? Yeah, oh yeah, they they got to know their reads and what what their landmarks are. You see us running inside, outside zone. Um, they got to know their landmark. They got to press their landmark. They also got to trust their instincts within that. We run a lot of gap scheme. Uh, we do a lot of different uh, schemes on offense, and so uh, they got to know where the what the play is designed to do. You know, get the ball where it's supposed to go, and then. And then uh, finish physical. Last season, just with three new starters and then two returning starters changing positions, obviously there was a lot of newness. Only playing four games, but but how do you feel like that group 
competed and, and produced just in a four-game snapshot. Yeah, I think they played at a at a, a fairly high level. Sure, do we want more? Yeah, absolutely. You know, we set the standard extremely high um, and the expectation. So, um, I did like overall what they were what they were able to do. Um, and uh, we we have a lot of work still to do, you know, still to go. And we'll, we got young guys that are pushing some of those older guys for positions. And so, we're just uh, what four practices in. Um, we got a lot of room to to improve, um, and hopefully, you know, we're really coming together here. The sooner the better. But normally, you know, that week three, you know, we really want to finish on a high note, um, and and feeling like they're cohesive and on the same page. You know, really all the guys. How do you feel Luke is doing at center, given that he had the four games last year, and now this is the first spring, basically, right at, at center? Just kind of, how do you feel he's progressed? Yeah, I like him there a lot. I really do. Um, we were fortunate we when Luke started playing. Um, and we had Coleman Shelton that that was that was the first team all conference, uh, and then after Coleman left, we moved Nick there, and Nick Nick you know, had a great career there. Um, but Luke, I think I, I feel like uh, you know after he played he start, played left tackles freshman. We got him at left guard for the next whatever that was, and then center. I I think I like him the most at center, so I feel good about him, and he's he's making improvements every day. And no, I. Tough to find someone that's worked harder going all the way back to the beginning of this pandemic. I mean, he, his dad, I think, got him a, a in-home gym, you know, way back when. Um, and he's, you know, he hasn't gone home on breaks. He stayed here and trained, assuming we were allowed to. And so uh, he's got the right mindset, and uh, I do like him there. You know, I'm hoping that he continues to improve. How much of a luxury is it for you to have all five starters back? I think I kind of looked at this researching a little bit, and it might be the first time in 60 years that the Huskies have had all five offensive line starters back. Yeah, it, that's, that's, uh, that'd be interesting. Yeah, I guess I haven't, we haven't had that, have we? At least since I've been here, maybe well, 60. Yeah, no, it's, it's nice. Um, but again, we're, we're trying to push with these younger guys, you know, don't like, just because there was a guy that was starting at your position doesn't mean he's starting this year. You know, I mean, that, like. Have you tried not to break up those five, uh, say, Redford freshmen? <laughs> Uh, I wouldn't say not not consciously, but I, I I don't think we have broken them up really. Uh, now that you ask that, I mean it's still early. We'll we'll definitely move some guys. I mean you see Roger plays with a bunch of the different groups, but I think yeah I think you're right. For the most part, those five guys have all played kind of together. Whether it was Miles at center or Garen Hatchett at right guard, now Garen's at center, Miles is at right guard. Um, Roger again, he's played all over. Sam's played at right tackle, so. Um, you'll start seeing those guys move and, and trickle through. You know, hopefully we, it's not because of injuries, but we have to, you know, be prepared for that. What is it about Roger that makes him so versatile? He's just uh, he's a pretty good football player. He's smart. He played in a really good um, uh, offense. You know, at his high school there, they did a really good job developing him there. He's he's athletic and uh, kind of comes natural to him. Um, and so we have, we have high hopes for him. Big expectations. What's up, guys? Fire away. <laughs> <laughs> One of the big things you missed by not having this spring period last year, what do you get out of this time? Uh, shoot, you get to start from scratch one more time. I mean, we're going to start from scratch every year. We're able to do it now, so we'll have, you know, 15 practices goes fast, you know, so there's a lot coming at them. Each, every day is a new day because every day is new plays and then new 
defenses and all that. So it's just more time, which is good. Um, it, it's, it's more about them going out there and playing more than anything. So many meetings you can have, but at some point you got to go out there and do it. So it enables them to do it at least. We can coach off the tape. We get it in our archives and, you know, they can see where they improved and what they need to do to get better or keep playing better or whatever it may be. So it's just more reps. And anytime you get more reps, it should be a good thing. What do you see in Dylan Morris? Last year, I think he was kind of the underdog because he was down the depth chart when the whole competition started. Now he's the leader. He's kind of got two new quarterbacks in his in his room, and one of them's had a lot of hype. How's he handling all of that? He looks pretty sharp to me. Yeah, I mean, he he's he's a tough kid, smart kid. Um, he's got things to work on, just like everybody else. You know, you you're running a race. You're at the line. You're running. You're running against yourself. You know, you're not worried about who's next to you. So I think that's what he's doing. He's just he's running his own race right now and knows what he needs to do to get better, and improve, and you're only as good as your next play. And you know, he knows that. And you know, he's got to continue to keep getting better because those other guys will, you know, they have the same mindset. They'll push each other. And and I just think that's that's who he is. So he's got that naturally. He's not worried about. It. He's worried about himself. So you know, that's just his mindset. Which which you know, he's good at that. Speaking of mindset, how do you feel Sam came into the spring? How do you feel he's just done the first couple of days? He's done pretty good, you know. It's, it's like learn new language. If I had to learn Spanish in three days, I probably wouldn't do. I wouldn't be bi, uh, you know, bilingual. But so he's learned a whole new language. You know, it is football, so you know he can, you know, throw when he needs to. He sees a guy open here or there, whatever it may be. But he's got to, you know, he's got to, you know, like we tell the guys, hear the call, know the call, do your job. So first, he's got to hear it or see it and say it, say the call. It's one thing to say it, and then another thing to know it, and another thing to do it. So, you know, he's been able to, you know, pretty quickly, you know, he's done a good job initially of being able to spit out the calls um, and sometimes knowing it, and then he's actually got to do it. All things considered, you know, he's, he's been pretty good here for three days just getting out there. When, when you do have a returning starter at quarterback, would you call it an open competition right now, or how do you kind of assess what's going on? I think everybody's fighting every time. Like I said, you're always good as your next play. So guys behind us, and if, you know, you've you've never arrived. You know, second you think you've arrived is the second you're going to get lapped. So you got to keep pushing at every spot. I don't care who it is, and that's what the deal is right now. Everyone's got to worry about themselves and and not worry about who they're going against. And you know, over time, we'll see who pushes who. It's probably going to take a while to get that done. But um, right now, everyone's just – those new guys are just learning stuff. So it's a little bit harder on them. Um, but, as, you know, as far as any position, everybody's got to fight each and every day to prove that they're the guy. What do you think uh, Jalen Polk gives you guys a receiver that maybe you didn't have before yet? I mean, he's learning too. He's learned new language. He's got experience. He's made plays in college football before, which is nice. And I think that – He's doing a lot of thinking, you know, it's like anything else. If, uh, you know, he's got to hear hear the call, know the call, do his job. I think once he gets that down, then he'll be fine. I think he's he, he's uh, he's probably bigger than I thought, taller. Uh, he can run pretty well. He catches the ball well. And, you know, right now it's just about him learning the system. So I'm excited about where he could possibly go here in the next few months. Hey, Coach, in that 15-week practices, when do you start thinking about cohesiveness? That's a great question. We got so many guys playing. We're going two groups, which is unbelievable. So guys are getting reps. So right now, to me, especially during the week, I mean, today we're putting in all new plays. We got 35 minutes. I'm up here like an auctioneer. Brrr, get it? You know, <laughs> let's go do it. And then the defense has got all new fronts and coverages and blitzes and all that. So it's like, 
And right now it's all about, you know, getting stuff in. You know, it's, the more times you hear something, the more times you're gonna, it'll sink in eventually. So it's, it's, it's more about learning right now and refining your, your techniques and fundamentals. And, you know, I think eventually we're gonna have to get to that point where we wanna get cohesiveness. But, you know, in 15 practices, you're gonna, they're gonna have however many months of not playing again. So, you know, right now it's just about, you know, learning, pushing the envelope, trying to get as much in as we can, see what we can handle, you know, test them, you know, um, see if they can focus on what they gotta do for that day, manage frustration if it doesn't go as well. Like there's, there's a lot of mental aspects of it, you know, as far as how they gotta learn to, you know, get their minds right and fight through some things and be able to handle a lot on them. So it's more about, to me, you know, trying to get as much as you can in and pushing them and teaching off the tape and, and that. And obviously you want some cohesiveness and consistency and that's where you're going to, you know, you learn to get better every day. You know, you improve every day. Eventually that'll, that'll lead to consistency and cohesiveness if everybody can stay on that track. So I don't know if that answers your question. But. Yeah, yeah. Is, that, is that Coach Lake's idea to go with two, two different groups? Get how it happened, but uh, – we talked about it. I know he, that was his idea initially. I know uh, Huff was in it, big on it too. We were, I've done it like that way before, and we happen to have enough guys, so it's worked out. And, and we're getting double the reps, and guys are getting, you know, 16 reps instead of four or eight, you know, whatever it may be. So for everybody to split the fields and do that, I mean, I think that's invaluable, you know, because you got to play. You got to play. It's one thing to watch someone else do it, and you got to learn from that. You got to have the, you know, the mental capacity to learn from other people's mistakes and, and, things doing and doing it the right way, but at the same time when it's you in there, you know, and actually doing it, I think that helps. So when O'Brien hit the transfer portal, what was it that got you excited about trying to get him to be a husky and, and what do you like about his experience? I, I he's played a lot of ball. Um he's smart when I talked to him. Um yeah that kinda happened like, you know all of a sudden we were down to like one guy. I was like, whoa okay. <laughs> so we hit it and we start I started watching a bunch of guys and you know, the fact that he had some experience and, um, you know, I knew, I knew a couple people that knew him and knew his character and what kind of kid he was. And, and uh, you know, I liked what I saw on tape. And then when I watched and I went through with him, you know, some of the stuff that we do and he was able to kind of, you know, grasp that and done similar concepts. And, you know, I could tell he was, he's been around and uh, he'll, he should have been able to step in and kind of learn this thing quicker than maybe a, a true true freshman off the street or, or a one-year guy off the street. So, um, you know, I thought I, I thought he played a lot. I thought he was smart. Heard good things about him, and that was kind of how it, you know, morphed into that. John, when you look back at last season, you know, a four-game snapshot after an incredibly weird offseason, just how do you assess what you guys were able to get done and, and what was kind of left out there? I mean, it, it was good. It felt like a, a spring practice kind of, you know, it was four scrimmages, you know, nobody in the stands. Uh, um, you know, but I thought we did some good things. You know, when you look back on it, though, the one thing, I thought the guys did a good job of being able to, you know, understand uh, the plays and run the plays to be successful enough. But now it was a lot of, there's a lot of fine tuning that can be done from last year, like, um, you know, exact you know alignments and where we got to be outside um you know splits inside landmarks just that i think it enabled us to kind of get a little snapshot of us doing it against somebody else and now to me it's about 
perfecting the details of it to take the next step. If we can do that, I mean, it was a shortened season, but at least we got something on tape that we can, that we were able to see and show and now be like, all right, now, this was good, it was a good play, but you really should be here. This is really what you should be doing, or you could do this a little bit better. And that hopefully is what we get across here in the next few months and, you know, kind of take it a, another step further. When Warren seems pretty deep as running back, just what do you see from them in the spring camp? They have a split, he got some decent Yeah, I mean, we got a big room. <laughs> we got a lot of guys in there. Still trying to figure out numbers a little bit, too. Who's that again? No. Uh, yeah, I think we, I think we got a lot, of, a lot of solid guys in there. I think, you know, Cam obviously is, he's got a year in the system, so he knows it. You know, even better, hopefully, than he did last year. And you know, he's got some ability, and I think he's made some plays, you know, in the fall. And, you know, the first couple of days he's made some things, and I really like him as a kid. And he doesn't say much. He just comes to work every day. So I think that his he's definitely hasn't hit his ceiling yet. So if he keeps on coming to work every day, we'll get that eventual improvement for him. And uh, I think, you know, we can count on him to make a lot of plays for us. Producers Matt Damon and Ben Affleck explore how art and music sustained hope during the siege of Sarajevo, thanks in part to humanitarians and the band U2. Kiss the Future, new documentary now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Go to Paramount Plus to try it free. Terms apply.